You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode of Travel Tales is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at AudiblePodcast.com forward slash Travel Tales. T-R-A-V-E-L-T-A-I-L-S. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. You're planning a vacation, an escape from the day-to-day routine of everyday life. You're looking forward to getting pampered in some sunbathed tropical island getaway, surrounded by cool, balmy breezes with the soothing, relaxing sounds of calypso music playing distantly in the warm island air. Doesn't it sound wonderful? Well, don't leave your pets at home. They want to go too. Welcome to Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslosky. Hey everybody, this is Susan Sims. And I am Nicholas Veslosky and I think I'm awake. We are your hosts for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. And as editor and publisher of Fido Friendly Magazine, we know travel. We sure do, and we can't wait to share our years of dog travel experience with you during our podcast each week or every other month or whenever that might be. (laughs) Whenever we come in. On today's (laughs) show, we will be talking about great vital-friendly destinations. And (laughs) (laughs) yes, we're going to do that, and we'll also be talking with Carol Bryant, and she happens to be the social media and blog mistress for Fido Friendly Magazine, and she's going to talk to us about blogging, what that means, and she also took a wonderful trip with her dog, Dexter. That sounds great. I think I didn't tell you this this earlier, but I woke up at four a.m. today. Then, so um, if you don't hear me, I haven't left. I'm just sleeping. I think I can make it, but I'm good. This is really strange because I actually woke up at four a.m. as well. Really? Which That's would have been ma- three a.m. your time. Yeah, I wonder what's magical about that number. I mean, I feel great. I mean, I got up, worked out. I even, you know what? Instead of having cereal, I actually had a salad this morning. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> are you getting ready to go to Australia? So you're like trying to get on a different time zone? I think I am. I'm like projecting myself 14 hours ahead. So it's like salad for breakfast. Why not? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know, I know that you've met someone that you're going to go visit in Australia. And I really think that she should be coming here to Idaho instead. Okay. Well, how about we get into that on another talk show where we have you work out my problems? <laughs> yeah, you're so, I'm your social director. So right. anyway, I guess we're going to talk about some uh, travel, some key travel tips for today. Well, yeah, I mean, this is the travel season. We're off to a really good start. And, um, you know, we want to touch on some key points about safely traveling with uh, your dog. You know, what are some of the things that you take when you travel uh, with your dog, Junior? Well, we always have a, actually we have a bag that's all set to go because we do like to do things spur of the moment. And so minus food and treats for Junior, I think top of the list, and maybe people do this, and I, but I didn't always do this, but when you go, you have to have your collar that has a tag 
which includes your cell phone number because a lot of folks have the tag with their house number. So if, if your dog gets out of the yard and gets lost, they can call you and say, hey, lady, I got your dog. But mm-hmm. if you're traveling and you're in a different state, it's not going to help you. So you have to have your cell phone number on your tag. Yeah, no, not only that, but some of the hotels that you know you're, you're able to stay at, I've experienced it quite a bit. They actually offer kind of a temporary tag while you're there, so it has the the number of the hotel, which is you know very helpful, especially if you're up in Canada, yeah, or Australia, <laughs> or Australia. I wonder if she would make that flight. I would never do that to her. That's like a that's like a fourteen hour flight. But. Yeah, yeah, you be walking off the plane with a whole different dog she wouldn't know where she was or or what to do but um also to be sure to remember bring your vet records because if something were to happen you're of course your vet can always fax those over but in in my experience we usually seek out places that not only we can enjoy with our dog but also there are things that um junior can't always go to so we we find places to board them like like usually i love the camp bow wow because that place is just it's just a free-for-all i mean he, Wait, what's junior camp bow goes, wow? what what's camp bow wow Oh, Camp Bow Wow. Well, here where we live outside of Boise, it's really fabulous. And they'll end up having maybe 60 dogs a day. And they they temperament test your dog to make sure that they get along with other dogs and you don't have Cujo in the midst of, you know, all these fun frolicking Fidos. And we'll sometimes go into Boise for the day. We'll bring Junior, drop him off at camp. And he it's just a big social play all day, you know, give them lunch and let them rest for like an hour and a half. And then they're out playing. And in the summertime, they have little pools set up so that they can splash in the pools. And it's just great. So we seek out those types of places before we even hit the road. So in case we want to do something where he can't come along, he can have a day of fun and exercise. And uh, the vet records is always required because they want to make sure that your pet's up to date on all the immunization. That place sounds like Disneyland for dogs. It's, It's Disneyland for dogs. I like it. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk about our very first time that we ever traveled with our dogs. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Hey boy, how you doing? What am I doing? I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? (laughs) Yeah, I know, me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your life book page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial life book. No, not for Grandma, but we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity. And friends can make donations. People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com or they can sign up on the Pet Life Radio homepage. Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here. Create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com The Pet Zone. 
from Paris, New York, and around the globe. Get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. If you've got a passion for pet fashion and a flair for animal wear, this is the ultimate place to take a peek at what's chic in the world of designer pet fashion and cool new pet products. The Pet Set, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. This is Nicholas Bezlowski along with Susan Sims, your host for Travel Tales. Before the break, we were talking about traveling safely with your dog. Yep, it's key. It's important. We want everyone to have fun traveling with their dogs this summer and to arrive safely at their destination and just take precautions when traveling so that it's a fun trip for everyone. Yeah, I mean, over the past 10 years, we've... We've had some amazing adventures, and all of that was due to a lot of research up ahead of time. Uh, you know, when we were getting prepared to write about a destination we we're going to go to, um, so we've learned a lot about pet etiquette at these Fido-friendly hotels. I know, and and I have to share. I remember the very first review that that we ever did. At, at the time, we had two labs, Zoe and Maddie, and we were headed for Fest Parker Double Tree Hotel and Resort. It's in Santa Barbara, California. And we were so nervous. We really didn't know what to expect. In fact, we drove around a while, a few blocks away from the hotel, found a spot to exercise the, the girls, make sure they went to the bathroom. I Honestly, I thought the worst possible thing that would happen is that they would pee in the lobby. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's the worst thing is like either pee or poop in the, the front lobby. And you're like, you stand there. The worst is when they... <laughs> <laughs> That's what they take forever. And then let's say you're in this grand lobby and the dog's just squatting for five minutes, you know, trying to get out. And the only thing you can do is stand and just wave and take your time. <laughs> <laughs> like, or just shout very loudly, I don't know who those dogs belong to. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the leash and run. They're not going to go know. anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, as it turned out, they were so great. I don't know. Maybe they just picked up that they were in this uh, special place because the Fest Parker Doubletree Resort in Santa Barbara is really beautiful. It's four-star, and the grandness of walking into the lobby, seriously, we were a nervous wreck. And, you know, they just sat down in the lobby, and they waited as we checked in, and, they, you know, they noticed the people walking back and forth, and, you know, they just seemed unfazed by the whole thing. Well, one of the things, and I, I know I've said this before, but um, I had interviewed Cesar Milan a while back. I think it was a few years. And we talked about, you know, traveling with your dog. And I said, if he had any advice for people that are on the road. And he, he said something I'll never forget. He said something to the effect of, you have to be in front. If you have your dog uh, out on the lead in front of you, the dog just goes around like a pinball because they're so, they're like sensory overload. So they don't really know how to be. But if you keep them back to your side or behind you on a tight leash, then they're much more calm. Uh, they kind of follow you. They're less spastic. They're not, you know, jumping around and, and trying to inhale every sense that they can get their hands on. 
Um, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense, and I, I wish I'd known that you know ten years ago. But even after that first experience, once we would get to the room, they would both just run around the room like crazy, smell every nook and cranny, and as soon as I got their water dish out and gave them a drink of water, it was always, without fail, it was the same routine. They'd get in, smell everything, go crazy, drink water, and then they'd lay down, and they were good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like, they, that's one of the things that uh, I noticed is that if they get worn out by their sniffer, because that, I mean, we all need to have experiences as, you know, we go through every day. And for a dog, it's mainly through their nose. So if they have enough to sniff about, they're going to pass out right after they, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> inhale overload. It's like they got so much going on in their head. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to, to rest. So that, that actually sounds like you had a great trip, but let me tell you about my first trip that I took with Tasha. Actually, we had to go on a plane and fly from Southern California to Denver. And so you can imagine how nerve wracking it is. You know, you're going to one of your first hotel reviews and you are traveling with your dog and they go below the belly of the beast, you know, and you <laughs> the whole time you're flying in the in the plane, all you can do is think about like, I wonder if they're hearing these loud sounds, are they scared? Is it dark? You know, is it terrifying? But, you know, right when I got on the plane, the, the stewardess made sure and gave me a ticket, said, Tasha's well taken care of. Do you want us to get over any water or anything? It's like, okay. So that kind of put me at ease. But the whole time I was, I was really excited because it felt like, you know, a little bit nervous. But at the same time, like we're on this adventure. We're doing something completely <laughs> different. We're, we're breaking down barriers here. <laughs> you know, we're going into something new. And so when we, when we came off the plane and, and she came out and she was out of her crate, she was perfectly fine, you know, a little wired, like what the heck just happened to me? But, you know, she was good the rest of the trip. And then we, you know, stayed at a few hotels along the way. And, the, and then the snow, you know, so. Well, weren't you going to Telluride? Wasn't that the main focus? Yeah, we went to uh, a couple of places. We went to Breckenridge, and then we went to Telluride right after that. So I had plenty of time to have some romantic nights with my dog Tasha where she would just <laughs> I would drink my wine and she would just look at me and eat her kibble and then pass out so it was it was a great trip you know and the it's one of those things that if you're prepared enough anything is possible and you know on our website after that trip it, it kind of made me think of all these things that I had to prepare so I I, uh, I wrote an article about 10 ways to keep Fido safe while flying and it just gives a, a quick checklist and and most of it's just I mean well if not all is mental preparation you know making sure that everything is in order so that when it comes time to do the travel you don't have to worry or think about anything you know how it's going to run and that's the same with anything that you do when you travel is like if you map it out and you say okay I'm going to do this I'm going to do that I'm going to do that then it kind of just flows but if you don't know what to expect and you don't plan to know what to expect then that's where you kind of get a little bit more of a uh, a worry or uh, not so fun of a trip. Um, so preparation, preparation, preparation. Or chaos ensues. Yeah, I mean, if you like that, I say, you know, that's the best way to make sure that that happens. Is just don't plan. <laughs> hey, this was also the trip that you met Arden Moore. Yeah, it was. And when <laughs> our first meeting, we were, uh, I came out and Tasha came out on, you know, from the, the baggage claim and her dog Chipper came out and it had a chain wrapped around the thing. Like I was like, okay, this dog's, <laughs> let's keep a distance away from here. And, uh, but it just turns out that her dog's a little Houdini dog and, uh, can open up crates and pick locks, and <laughs> you know, 
get into the restaurant when it's closed. So Yeah, she has her own show on Pet Life Radio, too, called Oh Behave. And this was so many years ago. So Arden has written for Fighter Friendly Magazine. And a dog trainer is, you know, just one of the things that, you know, she has has many hats that she wears. So did it make you feel more comfortable because you actually had a certified dog trainer on the trip? Um, so like when you went snowshoeing and things like that? You're assuming that Tasha is inherently bad. She's a great dog. <laughs> no, I'm not. I love Tasha. I don't know how to take that. You're talking bad about my dog. She doesn't need any training. She's perfect. Who cares if she's on the couch and eats my food off the counter? I don't care. <laughs> no, it, it always. I think it always helps when you have somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it's kind of like I just, uh, you know, if I ever had a question or a lead, you know, uh, there was one example, like when we did go snowshoeing and the dogs were running, you know, loose and I was talking with Arden about it and she mentioned just the pack mentality and I could, you could see it form like quickly. These four dogs that never seen each other, all of a sudden there was an instant pack and they were playing and, and running ahead and checking in with each other and going uh, a little bit ahead. So it, it's fun, if anything, to at least be able to talk dog behavior with somebody that actually studies it and knows what the heck is going on with these dogs. <laughs> yeah, that is. Well, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Carol Bryant. She is the social media and PR director for Fido Friendly Magazine. She's going to talk to us about blogging and a great destination in upstate New York. So, <laughs> Why are you laughing, Nick? No, no, you're doing such a great job. Continue. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Carol Bryant. She is social media and PR director for Fido Friendly Magazine, and she's going to talk to us about blogging and a great destination in upstate New York. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Oh, well done. That was much better. (laughs) Attention, passengers. Please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Hey, love to read, but just never seem to have enough time to sit in one place long enough? For all of us on-the-go people, Audible has the answer. Best-selling audiobooks for your iPod or MP3 player. For Pet Life Radio listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. Choose from hundreds of today's bestsellers, including awesome pet books, such as Bad Dogs Have More Fun by Marley and Me author John Grogan, Love That Cat by Ingrid Newkirk, It's Okay to Miss the Bed on the First Jump, and Other Life lessons i learned from dogs by seinfeld's john o'hurley and many many more to download your free audiobook today go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash travel tales t-r-a-v-e-l-t-a-i-l-s again that's audiblepodcast.com forward slash travel tales for your free audiobook it's time for school for you and your friends your furry best friends Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. 
Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. This is Nicholas Spezlowski along with Susan Sims, your host for Travel Tales. And just before the break, we were sharing our very first time travel experiences. I know. And really, it's, it brings back such fond memories. And I, it got me to thinking that for many listeners, it could also be their first time traveling with Fido. So I hope it helped at least one person who might be nervous or unsure on, on how a trip like that would go. Yeah, well, you know, I think basically if your dog is social and has that type of personality that is open to new things, places, people, you can't, you're more able to, I think, just go with the flow. If, if your dog does have issues, it's one of those things that you might want to try and work on beforehand because it's enough to have a little stress, you know, traveling. My dog, I think you've heard me say this before, Susan, is that she's a little bit of a pretentious pup. And I think, I think people think that's a breed. Like when you say she's my pretentious pup, they go, oh, really? From where? Oh, Miss Australia. But, no, yeah. she's just very picky on who she wants to befriend. Like Junior, he's the Will Rogers of the canine set. I tell that to everyone because he certainly has not ever met a dog he doesn't like. But he's smart enough to know not every dog likes him. So he will... Just steer clear. If he's if he's picking up a bad vibe, he just doesn't hang out with those dogs. I think that's the dog I really needed to have when I was growing up because every single time I come over, that dog just wants to wrestle the entire time and play and roll around. And it's really I've seen him with some dogs that aren't really that outgoing, and he just waits. He just waits until they come around and it's like, oh yeah, I do like you. <laughs> yeah, he. He's a lot of fun. We got lucky. We adopted him last year, and uh, we couldn't have gotten luckier because our first road trip was the month long. Yeah, it was the Get Your Licks on Route 66. And so we just got him in a car and took off, and he'd fall asleep, and we'd get to our next destination. It could be four or five hours later, and he'd just come out, yawn, and go like, what's up? Yeah, you're lucky. It's not like yeah. that all the time. Yeah, he's like that all the time. But you know what? We have Carol Bryant. She is just waiting to talk to us. She's the social media and PR guru from Fido Friendly Magazine. She's going to talk about her recent trip with her dog, Dexter, and also some fun tips about blogging. Hi, Carol. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Oh, Carol, you're so fun. Where have you been with Dexter? We recently just got back from a town in the Catskill Mountains known as Forestburg, and Dexter and I stayed at the Inn at Lake Joseph. We were in a beautiful cottage overlooking a lake. 
all the trails that a Fido would want to sniff at, um, a beautiful lake where you could take your dog in the lake if they were so inclined, of which I found out that Dexter loves the ocean but despises lakes. So um, that was something interesting that I discovered on this trip. And he's definitely a mountains to prairie kind of dog because he could not, he did not want to come inside. If you're looking for somewhere to go where Fido could sniff, explore, trails, it was clean, it was safe, well lit. I definitely would recommend the Inn at Lake Lake Joseph, which actually was called St. Joseph, but they changed it to Inn at Lake Joseph. It was beautiful. Well, that's, you know, that actually brings up. pretty. Yeah, that actually brings up a good thought is watching your dog transform into whatever new environment that they get into. I mean, did you, it almost seems like your dog becomes like a different personality depending on what environment they're sniffing. Oh, completely. And you know what's interesting, too, is the reaction of the forest animals, depending on where you're at, because <laughs> the the animals had attitude to him. Like, that is their ground, and he would walk around and see little chipmunks and squirrels, and they would stare at him as if, I'm not moving for you, buddy. We live here. And he oh, would just wow. look at me like, that squirrel just dissed me, Mom. What and, kind of um, dog is Dexter? Dexter is an American Cocker Spaniel, all 21 months of him. And he's my second, and if Aww. you definitely are looking for Somebody, somebody who's a big dog in a little package. I love Cocker Spaniels. He's just a baby. Love them. He is, but he has learned. He's so well-traveled. I think that's a prereq to working for Fido Friendly Magazine. You have to have a well-traveled dog. <laughs> so that he definitely is. He knew right out of the gate. He was just going to be traveling and seeing and exploring, and he just fit right in. Susan, I heard you talking about Junior being the Rogers, and when he meets new people, that <laughs> he often gets asked, do you have fries with that shake? Because that's his way of saying, you know, you're going to pay attention to me. I'm a phytofriendly dog, so pet me or I'll just stare until you do. (laughs) We like that. That's a good uh, personality trait to have. He is, and he's not a barker, and which which is great. It's great. I love traveling with him and couldn't ask for a better experience going to the inn at Lake Joseph. Well, when you got there, I know a lot of properties now more than ever they really want to cater to their canine guests. So were there any pet amenities uh, that were just for Dexter when you checked in? Well, what we were told was that while the town is leashed, as long as you go to the lake, I I consider this an amenity, is you can have your dog off-leash swimming in the crib area of the lake. In terms of amenities themselves, your dog is welcome to go anywhere on the property that they want with the exception of the, the pool area, of course. But the amenities that they offered was basically the experience of go anywhere you want on these acres and acres of land with your dog. And they're looking to revamp their pet program to actually include some more things, including Fido Friendly Magazine, into their amenity package. We always like to hear that. Yes, definitely. And um, that's the one thing. They they saw the magazine and I, I explained to them how, you know, guests, traveling with Fido really would benefit from this and they were pretty much sold just to, they, they were sold at hello <laughs> and so they really enjoyed the magazine and flipping through it and um, feel it would be a great benefit for any of their guests with dogs well that's cool yeah. what do you think about the magazine that is such a benefit I mean this isn't to promote you know Fido friendly of course but you know we go so much around and all we do is we you know travel and things like that but what do you think people that stay at these hotels will get out of that the magazine um, personally, just this is how I fell in love with the magazine is I did find you in a similar experience years ago. And just knowing health articles that are in there, things about wellness and lifestyle, and 
definitely tons of travel. And I love the idea that not only does Fido Friendly review these different locales, but they actually go to them. So it's firsthand experience, and you're bringing that back to the reader, along with all these fabulous pictures that people could really make a conscientious decision about. And you literally could travel the country if you wanted to with an issue of Fido Friendly because you've got a little bit of everything. So just coming away from the experience of staying somewhere that allows pets, you then have in hand a complete resource for different things to see and do and how to better help serve your pet as a result. Excellent. Well, thank you, Carol. This ends our self-promotion period of the Fido Friendly <laughs> Travel Cup. <laughs> Back to your regular programming. And please check out FidoFriendly.com for more great places to travel. Well done. Exactly. Well, how was Dexter when you first started uh, traveling? Did he, I mean, it seems like, you know, we've gone, you've gone to several more places and he's getting into routine. Has he, is he getting better as you go? How was it, the first experience with him? He was an instant hit. He just took the first time in a car, he cried, which that's just a puppy thing. But the more we acclimated him to the car and getting him used to it, um, and that's what I would tell anybody is before you take these really long trips, be sure your dog loves the car because you're going to be spending a lot of time in it. So take little trips around your neighborhood. And once we got him on the road, he, he loves it. Took him to the beach in Cape Cod last summer, and he couldn't wait to get in the ocean. I was, I was stunned because <laughs> these, these waves are just bigger than him. And he just, he saw a dog chasing a stick and, you know, he wanted to be all a part of it. So I know others aren't as fortunate and, my last Cocker Spaniel wouldn't dare get her feet wet. So I really think it's just kind of striking a balance for what your dog likes to do. And then when you're on vacation, you know, even if you find a dog park, that's like dog Disneyland. And yeah. that's the nice part about Fido Friendly, too. We tell you where all these great things are when you do go on vacation. Yeah, I like your last article that we really enjoy. It's going to be in the July-August issue is the top 10 Fido Friendly beaches. And one of the reasons we wanted you to share all that with the readers is because there are a lot that are totally off-leash. You just need to know where to go. Exactly, and that was the fun part um, in exploring that for Fido Friendly was finding the beaches that would let my dog go off-leash. And generally, people who are bringing their dogs to the beach and aren't having a leash on them, they know their dog is going to stay within voice command and isn't going to travel out too far. So as long as you have a handle on your dog and you're aware of their limitations and they will come when called, what a beautiful experience just to be able to let your dog, you know, be at one with nature and enjoy the sand and, and you're not worried about having to leash them or tether them or, you know, whatever. It's just 10 really great beaches. Yeah, I love that. So it was all over the United States. And I know uh, one of the things that you're doing with Fighter Friendly is the blogging aspect. And this is really something interesting to me because it kind of takes a lot of work for you to be on this every day. But when you're experiencing that, the whole thing about social media, specifically the blogging, how do you see that it's changed the way we receive and assimilate information as it pertains to life with our dogs? Um, well, basically the blog is picking up the leash where the magazine leaves off, so to speak. And there's all these different categories that readers could come and share that as they're waiting for their next issue, they could still interact with other Fido lovers and they're still going to get the hottest news and freebies, contests, things about people making a difference, all of our tales from the road, hot topics if something's happening right now and they need to know about it. We're going to have it on our blog if it's in the dog world. So we get to meet our fans. We get to interact with them. We actually get to, it's, the social media aspect really is in the hands of the reader and they get to tell us and drive us, so to speak, what they want. 
and that's the fun part for me is the constantly interacting with other Fido lovers, people who they either knew about the magazine or they're just finding out about it through the blog and letting them voice their concerns, their opinions, and also have a lot of fun because we have contests, we have giveaways. It's a wealth of information and I can't say enough good about it. Yeah, there's, um, I know we get actually quite a bit out of it once we started this and you started, you know, uh, getting the whole social media aspect of Fido Friendly going because we're getting so much good feedback from readers and, and people wanting more dog information. I know we just recently did a, you know, the top 10 uh, Fido Friendly beaches in the U.S. and you had put that question out to the the community that, you know, you're creating with uh, the network of blogging and Facebook and stuff and the types of information that we got back is so interesting and things that we might not have seen before so we actually really uh value just that whole community that's starting to form but we're also trying to reward that community with as many contests as we have so do you have any current contests going on with the blog we do if you come on there now um there's a subscription giveaway to fido friendly we also have a really fun one called who let the doog out and that's d-o-o-g and you'll have to visit the blog to see what that means um, we have some cleaning products as the summertime is approaching and it's getting warmer, definitely here where I'm at. Little spills and things that might happen in your car. We have some nice cleanup products for Fido, and we have a lot more planned as well because we always have sponsors that are willing to interact with our readers and give something back. And so you just have to stay tuned because you never know what you're going to find when you click on that Fido freebie section of the blog. Yeah, that's always a good tease. And I know you, you're doing a lot of traveling. Where are you off to next? The next place I'm going is this wonderful event called Because Your Dog is Worth It Too, and that's August 21st, and that will be in Cranberry, New Jersey, right on the grounds of the famous L'Oreal. And what's fun about that is Fido Friendly will actually be there with a booth, and it's an all-day event to benefit the Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure for Cancer. And for Fido lovers who are thinking, well, should I come out? There are so many fun events and vendors going to be there that day, including ourselves, how can you not love something like a dog trivia contest, a beagle races, the puppy limbo contest definitely has me intrigued. <laughs> and so there's a lot of things you could come out, um, meet us, uh, interact with some people, bring your dog. And last year alone, there were 5,000 people and their dogs there. So it's really a good day to get out, um, do something for charity, as well as have fun with your dog. What, that what date great. is that? And that is August 21st. And it's from 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. And people could find out more information about it. I'm going to put that up on the blog. As a matter of fact, today, it's yourdogisworthit2.com. Well, that sounds great. I think you're going to have a lot of fun at that event. So we look forward to having you back on, uh, joining us again. And uh, we can get some more feedback as far as this event and some more adventures that you have with little Mr. Social Media Guru Dexter. (laughs) That sounds great. It was good talking to you all. Same here, Carol. Thanks so much. Same here, Carol. All right, well, that's it for Travel Tales. And for more information on today's show or just about traveling with Fido in general, you can pick up a copy of Fido Friendly Magazine at Borders, Barnes & Nobles, Hastings, or simply go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. You can check out the blog at www.blog.fidofriendly.com. And until next time, travel safe, leave no dog behind. This is Nicholas Spezlowski and Susan Sims for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seat bags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. 
Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Feslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> 